So in a way, maybe it's a sabotage too, right? Where any given week I could pull out one of my programs, promote it for a week, make a couple sales, call it done. It's not that hard. And I'm resistant to that, even though I believe in the products. Hi, I am Sandra Vanderly, and this is Becoming Unapologetic. This is going to be the podcast for entrepreneurs that are ready to grow a business that works for them. I'm here to tell you that there is no such thing as one break, one launch, or one secret that's going to change your life or your business. The big difference between those that stayed stuck and those that blew up? The ones who made it decided that they have what it takes, they sell their expertise, and they unapologetically go after their dreams every damn day. Here is to becoming unapologetic. Hello, hello, welcome back to Becoming Unapologetic, the podcast. And today I have a very juicy topic for both episode 28 and 29. Yes, this is going to be my first two-parter because it is my answer to a question or a topic that was submitted when I initially launched the podcast. And I'm not going to lie, it was submitted by someone I know and have the utmost respect for, but it hurt a little bit. So I am going to um, read out her entire question and then I'm going to answer it in two separate episodes because they are kind of two different topics. So Her comment was, I've been seeing you launch a lot of different programs lately, and I'm wondering if this is because they're not working out as you hoped, so you keep switching them up. Or maybe you're just full of ideas and don't like to settle on a signature program. And since you have run so many programs, what makes a good one in terms of revenue and engagement? What does a good program need? What doesn't it need? And what should the format be? Which brings me to part one, which is all about am I failing or why I keep launching new things all of the time. And um, honestly, I think that this is such a good, brave question to ask. And it really made me realize like, oh, damn, just because I keep creating all of this stuff, right? I agree. This is counter to most business advice and It's good advice, right? If you focus on selling a handful of small things or a signature program or a signature service, it's much easier. Your life is much easier if there's a signature thing that you sell, right? If the only thing I, my job was to show up and sell my copywriting services and my copy templates, my life would be a lot easier. I guess I have chosen the hard way. And um, I think the odds are fairly good that if you are listening to this or you are in any way part of my world, you are very similar to me in the sense that you love creating new things, maybe more than selling um, past things. So I've been going over like, this is a question that's kept me up at night. I'm like, am I failing? Why do I keep launching new things? Like, am I doing things wrong? Is it scale? Is the way I work scalable? Right? Because for a lot of us, scale is the name of the game. Um, I believe that, you know, I talk about why I feel like we should all aim for at least half a million dollars in revenue on a yearly basis. On a very practical part, if you have listened to... um, 
I believe it's episode seven where I talk about how I invested 100K I didn't have for my um, my visa application for the United States. Um, I have a different side to it as well is that I have to hit certain financial goals or I have to grow a business to a size that allows me to extend my visa, right? That shows that, hey, I contribute significantly to the economy or to employment and all of that. Like it needs to be a substantial company. Um, So for me, there's a separate reason as well. Um, But also we're in business to make money. Money gives us option, money gives us power, right? Um, So am I scaling badly? Am I scaling wrongly? And you know what? Maybe I am. Because if I was my own business coach, I would probably very strongly encourage me to be like, pick your programs and promote them. So if you followed me around, um, it's currently early 2024 while I'm recording this. And I am 31 at this point, and I have been self-employed since I finished my master's degree. Yes, I am a huge nerd. I have a bachelor's degree, a minor, um, a research master's. Um, I'm officially an engineer (laughs) from a European university. Um, I am a huge nerd, and I immediately became self-employed. So I've never done the corporate ladder. It is not for me. But what this also means is that I did not start my business from a place of here's what I want to do and I can't find a job that lets me do it. So I'm going to create it. Or here is a hobby that I have that turned into a business that now turned into my entire livelihood. I started a business from a place of jobs are stupid. I cannot deal with this for another second. I never want to apply for anything ever again. I am going to go to the Chamber of Commerce and I guess I'll be a web designer or whatever, right? I truly had no experience, no contacts, no anything. And I don't recommend doing that this way. Um, I think I talk a little bit about this in episode 10, why jobs are bullshit. Um, But that's just to give you some context, right? That my business started as a, I don't want a boss, so I'll be my own boss and I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, but we're going to find out. And I think that's very different than when you start as a hobby or you start on Etsy or you, um, you've you done something professionally and then start doing it as a self-employed person, right? So I have tried lots of different things. I, you know, my one of my big loves is writing. So it makes complete sense that I went from doing web design and general marketing stuff to doing copywriting. But also I love talking about business. So it also makes complete sense for me that if I cannot talk about strategy, um, my very highest scoring Gallup strengths, uh, strengths finder is strategist, right? Is strategy. So if I cannot talk about strategy and high level concepts, I'm not happy. So it makes complete sense too that I also do coaching and business and online business model work because I'm obsessed with different business models and ways of monetizing. So for me, it has been very much a process of iteration. Um, add to that that. Um, you know, 2023 with the start of SandraFanerly.com as a true coaching business or a true business coaching type of company, um, I've had to make some changes. Whereas in the past, I have created courses that beautifully fit in, right? For service providers, I've done Booked Out, which is all around creating a service like I did in Nem Copy and selling, selling it out, right? 
And then we've got sold out, which is all about my template shop and how can you make your own template shop, where it just felt like a really natural thing to do. And then it came under its own umbrella. And I'm like, for me, it's always about context. And that's why now I also have sell with ease, which is about selling in general. And likely when the nudge comes, there will be a money course, a revisit of an old money course that I'm completely redoing because I love to talk about money, right? The one through line is that I have talked about money throughout my business and in, in different ways and shapes and forms. Um, so that is likely going to make a comeback. But to me, this has all been very much a process of iteration. So it's not really about failing. Like I've had really great launches. I've had launches where I was like, well, I wouldn't have minded or I was expecting more than this, right? And I think if you've been in business long enough and you've launched frequently enough, we've all had launches where looking back, we go like, well, that was not what I hoped for. That was not what I expected. That was not what it needed to be. So that's just a natural part of the process. Um, for me, it's very much about following the nudge and the excitement. And if you're into astrology or human design at all, keep in mind that during um, my business, and this was during the years where I got really sick and I lived in Bali and I finally started Damn Copy, that was literally happening all throughout my Saturn return. So if you're into advanced astrology, uh, Saturn return is going to mess up and shake up your life. So is it strange that I went through two or three business names and business models at the time? Probably not, right? If you're into this sort of thing. And then secondly, there's human design as well. And I'm very new, like with both of these things, I'm a dabbler, right? I once did my own birth chart in astrology for fun. I work with someone who uses human design and I've actually found it really interesting. Um, so it's something I've been experimenting with. So I'm not going to give you like my entire human design stuff. I don't need everyone in my DMs being like, oh, you're this, that means da da da. Um, but I am a straight 100% generator. And this is interesting because people always guess that I'm a manifesting generator, that I can, um, the big difference is, so there's four types in human design. The big difference is that a manifesting generator or manifestors, they can initiate, right? Where a pure generator, which is what I am, has a lot of energy, but their strategy is to respond to what's happening around them, outside of them. They, they see something and it gets a response from them. And for me, creating my programs, I swear there's a point and I'm getting to it. Creating my programs has very much been in response to, right? In response to, um, for example, for Booked Out, it was more like I was hiring people. I was starting outsourcing stuff. And at that point, I'd really rapidly grown my service-based business. I implemented some really good systems, like some really tight processes. I was getting raving clients. I was consistently booked out. I knew what I was doing, but I also knew it wasn't normal and no one was teaching you. And I feel like services are fantastic. They're the best business model. I love services. I talk about that all the time on the podcast. I love being a service provider too. Um, but as someone who was hiring people to do things for me, I was miserable. 
like I was and I'm going to talk about this more in a future podcast. Um, It's going to be episode 31 where I talk a little bit about how I paid someone to set up a funnel and I ended up never using it and kind of what I learned from that. But for me, what I noticed was that everything took so much longer than it needed to. The process wasn't clear. The system wasn't right. The pricing wasn't clear. It was just a mess. A lot of people's service businesses are a mess. And I think that if you're listening to this and you're getting offended, DM me for a link to join my self-study program booked out because it's going to change your life for real. Um, And it was very much this thing. I looked around and I'm like, I want to pay these people, but I want to pay for a service that has boundaries and a process and that makes sense and clear pricing. For the love of God, will you create it for me so I can buy it from you? So I made a program about it. Right. And it was very much a response to something that I saw in the world that was annoying me to bits. And it's like, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to make a program. And a very similar thing happened with my program about template shops or about selling digital templates. I was like, this is amazing. Everyone should be doing this. Why is not everyone doing this? This is the best business growing hack I've ever come across. Right. There isn't one secret, but if there was, it would be selling digital template products. And here is why. Let me help you set it up. Um, So it was very much a response to things, right? And I very much like to follow that excitement, which is a generator thing. And um, it's funny how this is how I've always kind of seen my work. And that's that I didn't start a business to be miserable, right? And I'm not saying that the relationship I have with my business is healthy. Um, You know, fair enough. I've traveled a lot, which means that you might not have the amount or the kind of social life that would be healthy for a person to have. Um, And I can admit that, right? I'm sitting here on my podcast selling this to hundreds or maybe even eventually thousands of people. Um, Yeah, maybe my business was a bit too much at times, right? It was supposed to be my friend, my partner, my provider. It was supposed to be a lot. But the opposite of that is like, I do not believe I need to suffer to make revenue. So if creating new things brings me joy, then that's what I'm going to do. So the idea for me of a signature program is really tough. And I have gone back and forth and I think that I'm getting closer, not to a signature program, but I'm getting closer and closer to what it is I want to be doing, what it is I want to be known for. Um, I love working with frameworks. And I think that one of the really big things that I try and teach or try and give people that work with me, and especially for my one-on-one coaching clients, is that I don't just want to help you figure out what to do, tell you what I think I should do or what I think you should do. I want to teach you how I think right? I want to teach you how I approach a problem so that eventually you can do it without me. And when you want to do that for a solopreneur, small team, creator, service provider, course creator, whatever, right? When you want to do that for someone's online business, you need hella good framework, right? That takes work and it takes testing and it takes refining. And I think that everything that I've created, even though none of them were my signature programs, I wouldn't say I've not had anything that completely flopped. Um, I've never had something that no one's bought, right? Um, 
but I have things that didn't sell as well as I thought they would or as I wanted it to. Um, but all of those have gotten me closer to what I want to be doing. And a really fun thing is that um, by the time you listen to this, it'll be uh, maybe a little bit more publicly available. But I just, um, at early December 2023, I went to Barcelona and I worked out my one-on-one coaching. Like we completely tore it apart, put it back together, basically combined a couple of my programs into a coaching container that I think is going to... Well, I hope it's going to revolutionize the industry because what we do is we follow a logical sequence. We follow a framework, not completely to the letter. We've made some changes that I've developed earlier this year. We touch on every area that matters. And I think that this is going to be like, not necessarily this coaching container, right? I think it's fantastic, um, it's priced really, really well compared to what business coaching costs. Like this is a no brainer price point. I think it's going to work really, really well, right? I'm spending time, uh, today. That's why it's probably high up in my brain too, like on the coaching hub and it's going to be notion and personalizing things. And there's some videos and some blah, 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 right? All sorts of stuff. But it's also that this work the decisions around this is truly what it's about. But the thing is, if you asked me a year ago or if you asked me two years ago or three years ago, hey, what's the underlying framework if you don't tell people you need to do this? I wouldn't have had an answer. And I think that's also why I keep making new programs is that you see a lot of people that they market and they sell based on the notion you need to have this, right? Whether it's you need to sell a VIP day, you need to sell a self-study course if you ever want passive income, you need to run ads if you ever want to grow your list, you should really do a summit for marketing because it's the best thing ever, right? And I don't do that. But the consequence for that is also that there's not necessarily a signature, right? Because if I would sit here and tell you like, hey, you need to have a podcast. It's the best thing for marketing and sales ever. Here is why. And you can either choose to buy my one-on-one podcasting intensive or my podcasting signature course that I launch four times a year, right? And all the content I make is around why podcasting is the best and it's going to solve all of your problems, When you are agnostic, I always say I'm offering, I'm strategy agnostic, you need a framework to look at, hey, what are you as a listener or the client? What are your strengths? What are your goals? Where are you trying to go, right? And how can we get you there in a way that feels good, leverages what you currently have and do, eliminates everything that's now no longer needed, and feels hella good to you. There's not a one-size-fits-all answer to that, right? I would have to get really flexible and argue until I'm blue in the face to argue that that means that you have to do a podcast and a summit and sell through launching, whatever. Um, So I think that that just really changes it, right? And it's also 
dude, we're going to get, this is going to be a long episode. That's also, for example, the quiz. Uh, there's a free quiz on my website and it tells you your next most profitable offers. There's actually eight different answers for it. And there's a real mathematical form, like there's real math in the back end. Because I am trying to figure out, can you sell enough spots of this kind of offer based on the data that you give me? And will this suit you and your personality and what you say you need in your life? So there's people that land on an answer and they're like, why? And I look at their replies and I go like, well, because you said this, so that means that, that, and that. So all of these offers are out. This one's not going to be great because you're not going to be able to sell enough of them. So here you go, right? Here's your answer. Um, and I think that I'm getting closer and closer to, you know, that framework and having that sort of signature style, which is almost like a, hey, you know, we need to figure out what works for you. Um, and that is why I keep creating new things. Now, the reverse of that, and there are some things I've been trying to shift. Um, I've always felt like selling and marketing the same thing is boring, and I'm trying to shift that into selling the same thing is good. It's the marketing where I get to play and have fun, right? So I get to try a podcast. I get to try a summit. I get to try this. I get to try that with the goal of making the sale for this product. And that's probably going to be my one-on-one coaching because it's just like chef's kiss, right? Um, and I think that the reversion of that is too, where there are things that I know I would be successful selling and I don't feel like it. And I need to be so mindful or careful around like, am I just limiting my own success? Because I also, I'm going to be really like, all I do is talk really honestly about what I believe and think and experience on this podcast, right? Where, I really struggle when things are easy for me. I, I struggle to let things be easy. So in a way, maybe it's a sabotage too, right? Where any given week I could pull out one of my programs, promote it for a week, make a couple sales, call it done. It's not that hard. And I'm resistant to that, even though I believe in the products. So maybe there is a shadow side to all this after all, right? And I'm like, well, I'm just done with that. But the reality is, is like, am I truly done or am I just refusing to let it be easy? So if that's you too, that's my question or that's my, the thing I want to give you to take away and ponder is how can you let your business be easier? Hello, if you are curious how I knew that I was going to hit this month's financial goal on day eight of the month, you should really check out my cash flow tracker and launch calculator. This is the most sneakily simple, mind-blowing, business-changing spreadsheet that will help you track your cash flow, calculate your launch numbers, calculate your flash sales, Figure out if the upsell or the order bump is actually going to bump up your revenue and see how close you are to your monthly revenue goal. And the best news is you can get it now for just $1 over at sandravanderley.com forward slash cashflow.